Hello and welcome to another episode of Goodcast, a podcast produced by Goodwill North Central Texas. That's right, we've got a brand new name to better reflect the area that we serve. In addition to this exciting news, we're also celebrating Goodwill Week with other organizations across the U.S. and Canada. As part of that celebration, we've been releasing fantastic content, job and placement training opportunities, and more all week long, so thank you all for being a part of it. For this episode, we're continuing that trend and discussing our E-Squared program with Youth Program Manager Teresa Lamb. We'll cover the ins and outs of the program, including the staff and students that make as many successes possible. So let's hop into it. Yes, so I'm Teresa Lamb, the Youth Program Manager for E-Squared and Youth Job Skills. How long have you been with Goodwill? July will be three years. Okay. Yeah. And you've been with E-Squared that entire time? Yes. Okay. I was a youth specialist first, and then I got had the opportunity to grow, and then youth program manager, which is super exciting. So uh-huh. happy! <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's really cool. It's one of my like favorite programs to interact with. Oh, so what were some of your duties like starting out, and what do you do now? Okay, so starting out, I was an East Grade youth specialist. I would case manage the students, get them on track, get them enrolled into the program make sure that they are just doing what they have to do for the program to be successful. Can you kind of give me like a brief overview of E-Squared as a whole? The E-Squared program is for youth ages 16 to 24 in Tarrant County. Um, Some were kicked out, dropped out of school, teen parents in the juvenile system, grew up in foster care. Just depending on what their circumstance was, a traditional high school did not work out for them for whatever reason it may be. So our program was created so that it could help the ones that were in a way, turned away from the public school, give them a second chance, an opportunity to continue their education, to finish and get their high school equipmentcy, to grow and be successful. It's designed for students to go to class from the morning from 8.30 to 11.30, and then go work in our retail stores or the warehouse from 12.30 to 3.30. With fourth, we have a fourth IC instructor, and then for Arlington, we're working with Tarrant County Community College. We haven't talked about it much on the program yet, but Goodwill also offers other opportunities to finish high school through GoodEd. Anyone over the age of 16 can register for this online program and earn an industry-recognized certification at the same time. It's perfect for folks who may already have a job, time constraints, or other commitments that want to earn their high school diploma. And how do you get uh, new students? Are they referrals? Do do students approach the the organization directly? How does that work? I like to say it takes a village. So community partners, word of mouth, if they had somebody that was in the program, um, social media, community engagement is actually really great about making social media content and putting it out there. Mm -hmm. And we've been getting a lot of referrals that way. And we're also partnered with the Workforce Solutions. So we do get students that way also. I know a lot of our programs are kind of when they're more intensive like this, they are kind of like self-paced. Is mm-hmm. that the is that the same with E-squared? Yes. So the program is definitely self-paced, but we also have the youth specialists that are really good about giving them a good time frame. We want to have it be realistic with where they are academically so that they can be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so the youth specialists will mentor them and coach them through the program, give them a good time frame of, hey, I definitely think that you can finish this program in three months, four months, six months, whatever it may be, because Mm -hmm. every student comes in and they're different. In our Youth and Transitional Programs episode, we talked at length about the kinds of barriers that youth have. One of the keystones that we touched on was simply a lack of experience. But I think it's fair to say that the barriers that youth in our community face are often overlooked or discounted. Education and the ability to pursue that on any level comes with its own set of obstacles. 
So let's break it down. Texas as a whole fails to graduate one out of five students. If you want to get super technical, it's a 21% turnover rate, which in 2019 equaled out to 88,000 students. And statistically speaking, schools are twice as likely to lose black and Hispanic students, disproportionately affecting their future career aspects and personal lives. In addition to those numbers, Texas makes up about 10% of the country's homeless youth and children population. In 2017, that translated to 62,000 13 to 17 year olds and more than 294,000 18 to 25 year olds. Ninth grade in particular is a crucial turning point and where many of these statistics spike upward. If a student comes in at scoring at a 12th grade level, then, you know, they're basically ready to go already. Mm -hmm. If somebody is coming in at a 7th, 8th grade level for math or reading, they're going to have to work just a little bit harder before they can go and take their tests. And I would say the youth specialists are just amazing due to the fact that they can make it work with each student, as well as the instructor, because the instructor helps them out a lot too. Hey, the student's ready to test, let's get them going. So that's the main thing that they're working on during class time. It's just like this prep work to get ready for the tests. Correct. Correct. Okay. And those tests are taken here too, right? Yes. That's that's a great thing. They can walk right on over to the testing center and just test immediately. Mm-hmm. We don't have to bus them anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that's a like a barrier that other organizations or other students in like similar programs face? Yeah, transportation is definitely a big one. Um, the convenience of us having it here so that they can walk on over and start their testing, I think that's amazing because it's taking a barrier away from the students so that they don't have to. Since E-squared students fall under the workforce development umbrella, they also have access to the same resources as other program participants, such as bus passes, work uniforms, and more. What are some of the things that they are learning from the employment aspect of it? To clock in, to clock out. <laughs> Keep track of their time working with others in, you know, in a work setting. I think that's actually important because a lot of them have never had jobs before. Mm -hmm. Depending on what position that they're in, either in the warehouse for CP, centralized processing, they're sorting through clothes. They're going through the bins um, with the dock. They are moving things in and out of the trucks and they're using they're learning how to use a dolly. Mm-hmm. Um, the neat thing, too, is with the E-Square program, with anybody between the ages of 18 to 24, we also have our Youth Job Skills program. So anybody between the ages of 18 to 24, they actually get the opportunity to go do forklift training with me. <laughs> so you you have a forklift license, right? A certification? Yes, I'm the teacher for it, too. <laughs> did you have that before? Or did you? How did, how did that work? Goodwill helped me get it. <laughs> I just figured it's it's a good opportunity. One, I love that I get to spend more time with the students on the weekend. Um, I think in the midst of everyday life, I kind of get pulled in different directions. So I don't get to meet with them one-on-one like I used to as an eSquared Youth Specialist. And one of the things I never want to lose touch with is the students. They're the most important part of the program. They're the reason why I'm here. Every student that comes across into our program, walks through those doors, I'm going to have some type of a relationship with them. You know, I'm going to get to know them. They're going to learn to trust me. Do you think that like one-on-one interaction or like that trust is the biggest thing that comes from being in this program? I, I think this is one of the benefits of the program is they get somebody that's going to focus on them. We have only X amount of students per youth specialist so that they can make sure that they give a good amount of time to each student. Because in reality, if one person was to have 50 students, they're not going to be able to build that rapport with them. Is there like a particular either kind of student or like kind of story that 
resonates with you the most? Yeah, there's a few. I feel like with every single student that has graduated, you know, there's always something to tell about their story. Um, I would say one of the most recent ones was the student was like, you're more excited than I am that I completed. And I go, heck yeah, I'm your cheerleader. I will always be so proud of you. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I had other students that they didn't have a good support system. Um, Growing up, they were kind of just left on their own, had to grow up very quickly, was in the juvenile system. And, you know, she was tough to work with. I will say that because there sometimes it's trial and error. You have to figure out what works for one student versus the other. Being accountable, you know, if you're going to promise them something, being there for them, Mm -hmm. that's important. Um, But with this particular student, I think I was out sick one day, but she called me after her final test and she told me she passed and I just started bawling my eyes out. Mm -hmm. And that's so exciting. I was so happy. I couldn't wait to come back to work and just tell her like in person, I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited for you. Like, good job. Because she never had anybody tell her that. Mm -hmm. And so when, when I hear that, that just, that breaks my heart, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, I'm going to be proud of you. I'm going to tell you, you're going to hear those words of affirmation consistently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the holistic approach taken by the E-squared program is crucial to its success and what leads to its graduates' personal and professional successes. Earlier this year, we covered a story on Ariana, a young mother who came to the program after her sister, who was also enrolled, recommended it. The two graduated together in February, and Ariana is currently enrolled in a childhood development course with Goodwill. She talks about finding confidence and motivation with the E-squared staff. You're going to be proud of yourself, and you know, people are going to be proud of you. You know, even though you might not have a good support system or, you know, good motivation, they give it to you. You know, you just got to be open to, to it and open to, to letting people in your life because that's what they do. You're also a mother, right? Yeah, I was actually 16 and pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I actually went to something kind of similar um, in a different state, but... I was like kicked out of the house, um, didn't know what to do. So yeah, that was tough. I went to a continuation school for a few years and I'm so thankful for that because I didn't fall behind. Mm -hmm. Um, And the setting was actually very similar, computer setting, working with an instructor. And so it was very relatable when I came in after my interview with Kristen and I got to kind of tour, I was Mm -hmm. like, wow. So, and I, I definitely feel like, you know, I'm able to bond with those single parents too, because I know what it was like. It's still not easy. Right. <laughs> we're, we're getting through it. <laughs> Does your son know what you do for a career? Do you talk to him about work at yeah. all? What does yeah. he think about it? Um, he thinks it's neat. He He's 11, so he's kind of like in his own little world too, but I've given him a tour and he thinks it's like the coolest thing ever. He was like, my mom works at the high schoolers to help them, you know, get, get their GED. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, I think when he's older, he'll be able to fully understand. Right. For sure. What do you think it means to a student to put on a cap and gown for the first time? (gasps) They get so excited and I get so excited for them. And it means a lot because one, they didn't think that they would actually get to put on a cap and gown, depending on if they were you know, kicked out of school and they didn't think school was an option again. I'm sure that they feel so excited and so happy and accomplished. 
I wanted to walk across the stage and just have my, just wear my gown, wear my cap and gown. And I wanted to do all of that. Both my kids, they were there and they were just happy to see me happy. <laughs> I would definitely, definitely, definitely recommend this program to anybody I knew that was like having trouble going back. That was Alicia, another E-Squared graduate we did a success story over, talking about her experience with the program. Alicia came to Goodwill through the Texas Workforce Commission and worked on the dock and e-commerce department before transitioning to her new workplace, the city of Arlington. What does life look like for students after they graduate? So after they graduate, we are still keeping in contact with them. We make sure that they have everything that they need to be successful after our program. And that may be them being a part of our, a part of our youth job skills program. So in that program, we're helping them to get a short-term credential. We have up to 11 that they can choose from. There's CDL, CompTIA, Medical Front Office, Microsoft Office, you name it. We have options for them to choose from. And we do 30, 60, 90-day follow-up with them just to make sure, you know, that they're doing okay and they know that we're still here for them. Right. Yeah. Because like so, so many jobs require more than, you know, just your high school equivalency mm -hmm. at this point, even like people with their bachelors seem to like struggle to find a job sometimes so i think it's it's really cool that we offer either those like trades or like those options to pursue further education yeah it's it's honestly a good backup too i mean if you were to go and get if you're going through the e-square program and you're 18 to 24 you get your forklift certification you have that plus your hse high school equivalency and then you know what other credential do you want to go into? You want to go into child development? Okay. So then that's another backbone. So I always tell the students, the goal for you after you leave our program is not just for you to get your high school equivalency, um, but you're also getting some work experience that you can put on your resume. We have a transition specialist that works with them to make sure that they are working towards what is next after E-Squared. Have you heard back from any students or have you had any students that have finished like either community college or like university level or are like currently enrolled in that? Yeah, not too long ago, I had somebody reach out to me. He went to barber school. Okay. And then he, he actually decided to go to community college afterwards for like music production, something along those lines. Mm -hmm. um, and he said he was doing good. He called for just advice. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, like, hello. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so proud of you because regardless of what you're doing, you're not giving up. Right. You're continuing to push forward and go with what you want to do, mm -hmm. you know, and thank you. I've gotten a few thank yous before and that just makes my day. Mm -hmm. That makes my day more than anything. I want to talk a little bit about how y'all had to shift the program a little bit due to COVID, because I'm sure that was super, super difficult. It was a challenge, I will say, um, coming up with a plan of action so that our students could also be successful. Um, mm. I was more worried about them and how they were feeling with their mental health throughout the COVID situation, mm -hmm. because our program is... 99% of the time, a safe space for them to come to. We're, we're where they can get away from the reality of home that cannot be so great. Right. So, you know, the fact that they couldn't come to us, that made me feel a certain way because I, you know, I want to protect them. I want them to make sure that we, we're always there for them. Mm -hmm. But we did multiple outreaches to them daily. We talked to them like 
all the time throughout the time, whether it's text messages, emails, or phone calls. Um, but it was a bit of a challenge, but we, we did it. We overcame and we, I think we didn't lose any of our students. We had maybe one or two that we didn't, we just didn't hear from again, but that's a pretty good rate Mm -hmm. compared to, you know, they could have just been like, you know what, I'm not going to do it anymore, but they did it. They continued to push through it all. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, us reaching out to them definitely made a difference too. How long were you virtual? I would say three or four months. Okay. We were virtual for a while. So they would do the classwork virtually and then still have the work experience or did it? So when everything was completely shut down, they did not get to go to work Mm -hmm. um, because of the whole shutdown. Right. But then afterwards, once everything started to kind of open back up, they got to go back to work and then they returned back to the classroom. And I think that was what I was so excited about was having them back in the classroom with the mask mandate, six feet apart, Mm. you know, sanitizing everything. Well, I mean, your work definitely got recognized since you were the uh, team member of the year last year. (laughs) Yeah. What what did that feel like? So growing up, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. Um, Because you kind of grow up and you feel like everybody knows what they want to do. Like, I'm going to be a doctor, I'm going to be a lawyer, so forth. I never knew what I wanted to do until I came into this role. And then I was like, oh my goodness, this was meant for me. I'm so happy, so thankful. I want to continue to expand, to grow, to grow within Goodwill too, but also to grow the programs that we have to hopefully get more youth programs so that we can serve the youth that need it, mm-hmm. you know? Makes me teary-eyed. I mean, you're, that's, that's, that's okay. <laughs> but I mean, like, could you talk about, you know, essentially not knowing what your purpose was, right? And having mm-hmm. found that with Goodwill, and now you're doing the same thing for your students. I'm just so happy that the opportunity opportunity came up and then getting to know more about the program and then doing the everyday stuff as a youth specialist, that really, the fact that I was able to connect with them, because one, I know what it's like to not have anybody, like a support system. Mm-hmm. And I knew I wanted to be the person for other people so they can rely on. And everybody I tell about my position, what I do, they're like, wow, you're so passionate about it. I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm so happy. Mm -hmm. I couldn't be happier, honestly. Like, I feel like I just, I'm so ecstatic to like have this Mm -hmm. to grow. Um, I just knew I wanted to help people. I didn't know exactly what area that meant, but I'm so happy that it's with the young adults, because I know what it's like to go through certain things, especially like the young parents. Mm -hmm. And I can be there to help support them through it all. It's different when you grow up without a lack of support and nobody to tell you that they're proud of you. So when you do do something, yeah. Like, I guess like the really, like your program is very special because of like, there are there is a constant supply of success stories right but it's like nancy's thank you goodwill or Mm -hmm. alicia's or ariana's um obviously you got the team member of the year last year (laughs) but you also had two graduates and achievers of the year both from the e squared program yeah so what do you think it is about e squared that like specifically produces this kind of success like super frequently 
I feel like with a lot of youth that come through, people will immediately label them. Um, not successful, troubled kid, whatever it may be. But when they see them complete our program, oh, wow, mm. you actually did it. Yeah, don't doubt them. You know, they can do anything that that they want to. Mm. They just sometimes have to have the right support. And they have to have they have to have somebody help them remove any barriers it may be. Um, I just think with so many of our youth, we have so many great ones that come through the program that have such amazing stories. Why not share it? Mm. I think the program is just unique in the aspect of nobody gave up on them and they get an opportunity to grow and to go forward. Mm -hmm. Especially the teen parents, they overcame that. Alicia, Nancy, and Ariana, teen parents, they were already basically told that they would not be successful because they're young parents, but they're, they're doing so great now because they overcome that. Mm -hmm. And that's how it made me feel too, because I, I was another statistic until I finished. What I tell my students every single time, especially the new ones, I'm like, oh, so what's your story? Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, I don't know if I want to tell you, miss. Like, oh, and I'm like, no, judgment-free zone. It's okay. And they're like, okay. And so then they let me know, and I'm like, oh, okay. I go, but we're on a different path now, right? And they're like, yeah. And I go, okay. So sometimes it's just, you just have to listen. They want somebody to listen, no judgment at all. Right. First off, everybody makes mistakes. We're all human, right? Mm -hmm. Um. But, you know, if they were put in a certain position and they're going to be held accountable for it, yes, hold them accountable for it, but don't tie them to it. People can make those changes and they can do better. Mm. Don't, don't hold, that's not them forever. They're still learning and growing uh. and you have to give them that opportunity because at the end of the day, they have to want it too. But if they see people believing them and wanting them to do better, they're going to want to do better. But that's why we have such amazing staff members that work with them to help them to be that. And I think one of the great things that I've heard is even a Goodwill employee walking through and saying, Hey, I'm proud of you. Like I see what you're doing. That makes the world of a difference mm -hmm. because other people are watching too, even if they don't know it. And so those compliments, those words of affirmation can mean a lot more than people think or assume. And everybody has different love languages, right? Right. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> so words of affirmation can be a really big one for somebody that got negative words throughout their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what would you, what would be, if you had a like sales pitch, either to a prospective student or to somebody who was curious about the E-squared program, like what would you tell them? Um, I feel like I would tell them, are you ready to do this? Because if you are, then I'm here to support you and I will make sure that you be successful and that you do what you came here to do. And come on, 16 to 24, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> if you're interested in enrolling in our E-squared program or just want more information, you can sign up at goodwillfortworth.org e2 or email e2 at goodwillfw.org. We're still in the process of updating our website and emails to match our new name, but those points will still get you where you need to go. That being said, that's going to do it for us here today. 
Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to Teresa for being on this episode. If you want to stay up to date on all things Goodwill North Central Texas, be sure to follow us on all of your favorite social media platforms. And while you're at it, consider sharing the show with a friend and leaving a review on iTunes. It is the fastest way to help our reach grow. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find podcasts. And before I let you go, I just want to say one more time, happy Goodwill Week.